Mike, you can't tell me you don't have a grocery gripe for this week. I actually, I, I do and I don't. Okay. By the way, my 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 wife and I uh, sat around the dinner table and played our late our last episode of the three of us. You know, that's what we do is we eat dinner and watch the episodes. Perfect. That's a lie. We listen to it on a road trip. But um, she had <laughs> said uh, she likes the segment grocery gripes. She says it rolls off the tongue well, and uh, it's it's pretty fun. Everyone can kind of relate. It makes us more human, you know, and not the massive celebrities that people tend to believe. So I thought we were going to call that segment the broken wheel on the shopping cart. That's I a little that, more wordy. I, I think it is could, wordy. It could be a good tagline. It's like, it's time for grocery yeah. gripes, a.k.a. the broken wheel on the grocery cart. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Fake Philosophers. I'm Mike. I'm Mitch. Sorry, I didn't know we were going with that. So. I, and I'm Danny. <laughs> See, his was fine. There you go. Our uh, our schedules were unaligned last week, so we took the week off, and now we're back. Yeah, I was in the mountains. It was fun. Yeah. So uh, jump, just jump right into it. This is not a heavy topic, but it made me laugh. Um, a headline of the week, it was actually last week. I just saw it and it caught my eye, was prosecutors want lengthy prison sentence for Shakira. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I just saw that and, I was, and, of course, as we've learned when I started doing headlines, the headline is much more sexy than the story. Apparently the story, there's a tax fraud case against her in Spain hmm. because I forgot what years it was that they're claiming she spent more than six months living there, which makes you a resident, and so she owes taxes. She's saying she didn't, and prosecutors want her in prison. So there's your hot news for the week. Dude, uh, yeah, I will say, Spain is the Spain's legal system is fucking nuts, dude. Um, because a few months ago, and I'll, I'll come back to Shakira in a minute, because I have a really good joke. Um, but a we'll few see. months ago, uh, Anthony Starr, the guy who plays Homelander on The Boys... He got in trouble in Spain, and they tried to fucking gut his ass for, like, some, like, I want to say it was, like, a petty, like, almost less than a misdemeanor type deal. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, it, it turned into this huge, like, fucking circus. Um, did they think he was Homelander? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. It's like, you guys know TV isn't real, right? All right. No, no, no it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I saw the uh, Shakira headline, and at first I was like, oh, no, Shakira would do horrible in prison, and then it, I kind of got aroused by it. Uh, moving on. Yeah. Well, uh, no, hang on. I have a joke, remember? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Joke. joke, go ahead. I was going to say, when it, when it comes to her testimony, they need to uh, put her hips on the stand because those hips don't lie. I saw no. it coming. I saw yeah. it coming, and it still came. It's um, funny. Yeah, uh, no, I, you know what, Danny, you know what? <laughs> All right. We'll put in the we'll audience the laughter. Yeah, yeah, put in a uh, laugh track. It'll be fine. What else we'll, happened? We'll fix uh, it in post. Vince Scully died today, or uh, was it yesterday? No, it was yesterday. this morning, right? Vince it Scully was this morning. Died. It was, yeah. yeah. Very sad. Although it was, you know, it was a petty kind of grievance I had because I'm, I was working today and I'm on the road, so I'm like wanting to listen to the radio, and everyone's talking about Vince Scully, and I was like, man, it's really sad. After the first hour, I was like, God, okay, now what else is going on in the news? I felt really bad about that, but I I had a similar experience when Michael Jackson died. <laughs> um, so I was going, I wasn't, was I living? I forgot if I was living in Vegas or not, but I was going to Vegas for the weekend, and so I was in Rancho where we all grew up. And it was like 10, 9 or 10 a.m. And the news came in that he had breaking Michael Jackson died. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's awful. And then a few minutes later, I got on, you know, it's about a three-hour drive to Vegas. By, uh, by the end of hour two, I was fucking over it. Um, <laughs> because it was on the radio left and right. Everyone was playing MJ songs. And yeah. there was already like a thousand jokes and memes going around. Yeah. And was, I was just kind of like, all right, that was sad was, for a good half an hour. It was weird, though, about Vin Scully, though, is because, you know, I, I I get to my first job and I come back to my truck a couple hours later, turn on the radio. They're still talking about it. And my first reaction is like, seriously? I mean, and I felt bad. I'm like, oh, come on. I mean, he was kind of a legend and all this and that. And the more I listened to it, the more they had just more stuff to say about Vin Scully and how awesome mm -hmm. he was and all the ways he 
touched people's lives. Not in the same way Michael Jackson touched people, but in a different way. And it was, it was really good. It was really good. It kind of, it brought me down, but also, you know, it was pretty cool to hear. But, uh, yeah. What else happened in the news? Oh, um, uh, there, the, the, it happened last week. I don't think we could have talked about it, but apparently there was, um, the second quarter of the year is over and some economic experts have noticed that since it is the second quarter in a row with negative gross domestic profit for the, for the country that it technically in their eyes counted as a recession. So it was a kind of a topic of news last week was, are we technically in a recession? Well, due to one, um, assessment, one way to look at it. Yeah. That's uh, what's happening. Um, yeah. What, what, what do you guys think? Does it feel like a recession to you guys, <laughs> you economic experts? So, um, be, because I teach economics, um, I know that. So during a recession, you very rarely have inflation. Mm-hmm. Very rarely. It's only happened once in our history as a country. And that was in the 1970s. Mm. Uh, during uh, right after you know the Vietnam War and a lot of government spending due to um, Johnson's uh, you know uh, Great Society program, um, so I'm of the mind that no, we're not in a recession because the inflation is so high that we we can't be in a recession. Um, but again, there are those um, there is precedent for this, and it has happened before where inflation's on the rise and we are not putting out as much as we did prior Mm -hmm. so uh they call it stagflation the economy stagnates and prices rise Mm. okay interesting i will be completely honest i did not know danny knew that much about economics (laughs) i didn't know danny (laughs) oh danny actually knows what he's talking about (laughs) i've been looking at the economy since january going ah fuck I didn't know Danny was a teacher. In fact, I didn't know Danny read at all. This is uh, this is interesting to me. But he uses I got glasses a good for something. Brain. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, uh, I don't know if I have an informed opinion. I listen I, to people. I listen to people talk, and I've heard a lot of different takes. But I I just don't feel like I have a qualified opinion. It it'll be one of those things where it'll be one of those things that we'll 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 hear a lot more about it in the coming months as we get to the midterms, um, mm-hmm. in you know September November air you know time, uh, it'll be you know both sides will use it. I mean, well, no, one side will use it. The Republicans will claim that it's a recession, and and Democrats will claim it's not, and uh, and yeah, so that'll be that'll be fun. I was actually that'll talking with a guy. I was talking with a guy today. And uh, he he tends to lean more Republican, you know, like like myself. He tends to be a lot more of a um, what's his name? Uh, not Sean Hannity, but um, uh, Glenn Beck. You guys ever listen to Glenn Beck? No, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, well, it, it, it's he 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 comes off as a guy who listens to a lot of Glenn Beck because Glenn Beck is a real doom and gloomer kind of kind of yeah. politician. You know, just everything is terrible. Um, you know, the first week Obama was in office, it was pretty much the end of the world for Glenn Beck. But anyway, so you, I'm talking with this guy and he's kind of, he's like, you know, oh man, the house just passed this assault weapons ban today, which they did. Um, mm-hmm. it's going to, it's going to die in the Senate, but you know, still, and he's like, you know, they're going to come after our guns. It's just the end of the country and this and that. And I'm like, I, it, it, end of the country for what? First of all, for, for the way it was 10 years ago, shocker. Um, second of all. We're getting close to a midterm. Every news outlet from both sides is trying to hype up as terrible as it's as they possibly can to get people freaked out and make them believe that this is the most important election of their lives. Turns out we've had like eight of those in a row. It's been pretty crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what I... And you kind of hit on something there with um, the two different sides making arguments and... I was talking to somebody about this the other day. It was not a, a constructive conversation, as they rarely are. Um, <laughs> but I just kind of—I think Mitch, we've actually we actually talked about this um, in the conception of this podcast, like a couple years back, mm-hmm. of just dishonest or bad faith arguments. And I'm just kind of tired of those. Um, like what? What? Give me an example of one. Okay, so we, we actually talked about this. And this is not me taking a stance. It's, it's a, just an example. Um, when people would debate mask usage, 
a lot of these arguments would be masks don't work. They don't prevent you from getting sick. And so people would make that argument, but that argument sort of a, um, I am blanking yeah. on the term. Yeah. No, non sequitur. Not non sequitur. Um, fuck me. Not, not a red herring. It's a, uh, uh, the straw, the man. straw man, straw man. It's kind of yeah. a straw man. Cause you're misrepresenting the argument. Cause you, that is a correct assertion that masks don't prevent you from getting sick. The purpose of a mask is to prevent you from spreading your germs. So the theory is that if everyone wore a mask, germs wouldn't be spread and everyone would be fine. Now, if you want to attack that or criticize that, that's fine. But when you say masks don't prevent you from getting sick, it's not an honest argument. It's a bad faith argument because you're not making, you're not actually criticizing the thing. For instance, at, off topic, Trump, as much as I don't like Trump, there were times during his presidency where people were just kind of making up shit or exaggerating shit. And in my head, I was like, there is legitimate criticizing to be done for him. Like, there's legit right. things to laugh at, legit things to make fun of him about. So why make up things? It was like the uh, the birther nonsense with President Obama and them trying yeah. to get the birth certificates. That same kind of thing. Like, really? Really? There's, yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's just nonsense. And, and even like with Biden, who I think Biden has been an uninspiring president to say it politely. <laughs> there's certain things. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. There's certain things where people will a attack him. And I'm like, bruh, there are legitimate things to criticize him about. Why are we making shit up? Yeah. And with the economy, and I'm not saying that he's been doing a great job, but like, there's a lot of things about the economy that you can criticize him about and things that is not his responsibility or not his fault. Mm. So criticize him about the real shit. Yeah. Uh, same with the Democrats. Like this is, it's all around the table, but, that's where just going, I'm, I'm watching like different people talk and going towards the midterms. I'm just like, I wish someone could just make a fucking legitimate like argument, whichever side, yeah. and just make it make sense. No hyperbole, no fear mongering, none of that shit. And just make a decent argument, a good faith argument. Yeah, yeah that doesn't that doesn't sell, Mike. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to it doesn't, put it and out to you, but that's the problem. that doesn't sell ad space. Exactly. And it's, <clears throat> it doesn't it's garner the, viewership. It was one You're of those right. things that today I just kind of realized. I'm like, I wonder why every two years I kind of take a giant step back from social media or just media in general. It's like, why is it every, like, it's almost on the nose every two years. I start getting, like, just tired of it and take a step back. And I'm like, oh, sure. elections. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> That's why I think I told you, even on Facebook, like, I'll still po post, like, funny shit. But, like, I just... I, I, as we know, I like having good discussion, good faith discussion. Mm. And so there was a time I, I told the story uh, on a previous episode a while back where I just, I was like, I'm tired of trying to talk politics with people online because I really do want to have good faith conversations. And unfortunately it's very rare. Yeah. And to, to a point to where I think I mentioned, I think it was just me and you talking where a guy I know messaged me saying, Hey, where, where are you? And I was like, what are you talking about? Cause I would engage with him on his page. And I just stopped. Oh, and wow. he's like, and he, but he said, he's like, you haven't been talking, you haven't been arguing with my friends. You haven't been debating people. What, what the fuck? And I was like, no, I, I just, wh why? Like stop this, it. Pr <laughs> this particular guy is very much a Trumper. And so I would go on there trying to have good faith conversations and it would just evolve into madness. And that's what I told him. I was like, the conversations on your page are not productive. So I stopped having them. And he's like, oh, okay. I respect that. Blah, blah, blah. I thought like you were, you know, <laughs> deleted your Facebook or something. And I was like, no. Um, um, have you guys, anyway. do you guys, uh, I, I know I've, we, um, I might've asked this before, but do you guys ever uh, find yourself playing devil's advocate, like talking with people, like-minded people, but deciding to argue against them just because to kind of, you know, my, my stance was always, uh, uh, I like playing devil's advocate to sharpen the arguments, you know, so that if we both agree, I'm going to play the opposite side to see how the arguments stand up against each other and kind of sharpen them. Do you guys ever do that? Very, very rarely. Mm. Um, I, I don't like doing it. Uh, one, just based based on what we call it. Like, the devil doesn't need an advocate. We all know the devil. We all know what he's done. Um, but, I mean, it's... I, I, I just... I don't like doing it because here's I just give them the information and I let usually people or my students make their own... Uh, assumptions about it and if it's something oh, okay. they want to pursue i let them pursue it and then they can bring it back to me and then i will educate them on what they have right what they have wrong that kind of stuff i could but, see in like a in a in a 
educator's position or even a monitor or a monitor anyway moderator uh, moderator um saying okay that's a good argument the other side might say this you know that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and and so not necessarily devil's advocate but kind of like you know fostering conversation yes but yeah okay yeah i won't i won't i won't defend something that i feel is indefensible Mm, okay i won't even try to because then then it's like the, the other person looking at you is like why the fuck are you putting up such a fight for this um even if even if it is just like an exercise yeah um uh, well, I, think it's, I, I what... no go, go ahead. ahead okay um uh i was <laughs> i went up to uh a girlfriend's relatives i won't say which one um because you've had a lot because i've had a lot <laughs> i pulled bitches hard. what's up God uh there, there there goes our uh our lady audience yeah that's um, right. oh, well. <laughs> um uh but I went up to her, her, her relatives, and they live up in uh, Fresno. Fresno, if you don't know, is historically very conservative. Um, and we're staying at her, her uncle's house. Um, and she, she, she warned me. She prefaced me. She said, hey, um, he's going to try to get a rise out of you because he knows you're dating me. He knows you're liberal. And I was like, okay. And so we, we start having, like, a discussion, and he immediately just starts, like, uh, defending Hitler. <laughs> oh dear! And I was like, "Well, that was out of nowhere, and that happened way too fast." Uh, so I'm gonna disengage. I'm gonna go make myself a drink, yeah. and I'll come back to this conversation. I never came back to that conversation. Uh, but uh, my girlfriend's sister, she uh, kind of filled in for me, and I it got heated. So I came back to get a refill. And I'm hearing this go off, and he says something about like white culture, and I'm just like, "There's no such thing, dude. Like white culture doesn't exist. There's no white culture. There's Irish culture. There's German culture. There's English culture, but there is no white culture. And you can't like he was talking about like how like Mexicans were appropriating white culture by wearing hats and driving trucks. <laughs> oh dear." <laughs> and I, I was love just like, that, actually, I'm not saying um, I agree with it, but I love it. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could all, we could all trade stories about this one time I was arguing with this one moron, but uh, yeah, no, it was actually, it was actually Mike's point that he made years ago. I remember before podcast even he had made this point. He had said, uh, uh, "I actually tend to lean." more right sometimes but i post a lot of left-leaning shit just to get a rise out of people so i don't know if what i'm asking is the same kind of thing as playing devil's advocate versus just getting a rise out of those who you know will get a rise from so yeah so and i'll talk to that point i do post shit not as not as much anymore (laughs) but i would post a lot of shit just because a lot of the if i posted something that was more right-wing conservative more of my liberal friends are like huh mike's being a dick where the conservatives were getting more mad when I posted left-leaning, left-leaning shit, so you just said it. Like, yeah, I'm getting a rise out of these people. That's what I'm going to post. Um, but as far as playing devil's advocate, I'm okay with it if, almost like I was talking about before, it's in good faith and it's productive. It, like, yeah. if someone feels the need, I'm going to play devil's advocate. What if Hitler, uh, what if he was doing was actually good and this and that? And I, there's actually philosophical questions about Hitler that are interesting and productive. Um, for instance, and this, this is actually playing, this isn't even playing devil's advocate. This is a hypothetical. I remember a, um, a a philosophy professor I had brought up this argument of if Hitler hypothetically in his heart thought what he was doing was genuinely improving the world, does it make him a bad person? And then you go down this rabbit hole of philosophical concepts and morality and this and that. But it was simply an exercise on morality. It wasn't actually defending Hitler. Um, kind of the same argument about Thanos and the Avengers movies. Um, but so I think playing devil's advocate is good if it's productive. But if you're playing devil's advocate just to get a rise out of someone, or if you're defending something that's just disgusting, that's when it's like, okay, now you're just being a prick. That's my stance. I, I agree. I, I find myself lately mostly with family and some friends who are also pretty staunch Republicans and, and they'll start making the, uh, I guess I find it cause I get irritated by those kind of arguments that we were, we were talking about. And this would kind of brought on this idea when they get hung up on the, um, 
I'll, I'll say I have this relative who she's so staunchly believing that voter fraud was so present that the election was essentially stolen. Maybe not on a presidential level, but definitely on the state level. Um, she believes just so hardly, And it's something that it's... And I get irritated by this argument because it's one, mostly conspiracy because there's not really facts that back it up. We have articles about uh, hearsay stories and anecdotes, but there's no real evidence. So I'm not saying that it's not true. I'm saying it's wasted energy to argue it. Um, mm -hmm. There's time better spent on other things about rather than it, that was just the first uh, example I had. Another like classic one is uh, they're going to kick down the doors and take away our assault rifles. Um, uh, 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 XY, you know, third example, fourth example, whatever. But I find myself when I'm talking with people that I generally agree with, like, yeah, I do believe gun rights are under fire, pun intended. Um, I think that uh, it's a it's a hot topic and it's worth talking about. But when I end up talking with other people that share my opinion, but they've taken it to a point of they're going to kick down the doors, we need to arm everybody, give the kids in the schools guns and all. And I'm like, this is so stupid. You're making us look so stupid. And I find myself arguing with them about their point. You and know what? Not to interrupt you, but it's funny. I The same thing happens to me all the time on a lot of issues. It tends to be the gun issue is 100% to where, like, I'm pro-gun. And I think we talked about after that last shooting, you and Mitch, uh, me and you, Mitch, we had an episode where we talked about it. Right, and I yeah. kind of brought up to where I'm not against banning guns. I'm against trying to fund health um, i'm sorry mental health care like get that going maybe just a few laws to make it slightly more difficult for crazy people to get guns and when i've made these suggestions to gun nuts they call me a socialist mm -hmm. i'm like i'm yeah. pro second bro like what the fuck are you yeah. talking about and he's like we're well, talking about putting more mental health uh care workers into schools and stuff so you know distribution of money socialism and i'm like for fuck's sake like yeah, yeah. I remember you off on a tangent, but here's yeah. the thing: if we if we start putting guns into schools, who's paying for those guns? Taxpayers. That's, that's what we're talking about. Just when you go to the that's like, socialism, the, that crazy side of it. But anyway, we're going off topic. Um, but um, but I will yeah, say but, too, and you touched on it, Mitch. Going back to the um, uh, the fucking devil's advocate, I do think because I'll sometimes play it on myself because I do think I like having contingencies. If I'm Myself going, as well. Same. Yeah, so I agree, yeah. just it's not related, but like when I'm having people over, you guys have been when I've had people over, I like having contingencies. What if my my wings don't come out good? Okay, I have backup chicken. What if the ribs don't come out good? I have backup pork. What if this happens? I have a backup. I like having contingencies. Yeah, right. Yeah. So when going into certain topics, I might play devil's advocate with myself, be like, okay, so this is how I feel about it. But what if Mitch? comes out with this argument what if danny says this how can i respond to that are they correct are they incorrect so i like having the contingencies in my head when it comes to some stuff and so in that case it's a productive case of devil's advocate uh, it's not just you know nonsense yeah anyway. i mean yeah i think you're talking about the the almost like practice like uh like any other instrument or skill um, you know, you practice your arguments, you know, you, mm -hmm. the three of us are always very conversation based. A lot of friends, they have their thing that they do. They either watch sports together or play games together. And we do a lot of stuff, you know, besides, but one thing the three of us always find ourselves doing is talking and discussing sometimes. Well, most of the times just agreeing with each other and retelling the same <laughs> stories and, and sharing the opinions <laughs> about the latest movies. But every once in a while we get into like real discussion. I wouldn't even say debate, but more just just a compassionate argument. I think this mm -hmm. because of that and whatever. And then we go home and think about it. It's like, oh, you know what? I should have brought that point. You know, next time I'm going to have this point. That was a good point he made. I'm going to do this and that. So I don't know. It's interesting. Very, very interesting. But yeah, I mean, I found myself a lot lately arguing with a lot of people on my side because their arguments are just so dumb and I don't like it. And it's like, you're, you're, you're making us both look bad here. Okay. And I'm going to argue with you so that you stop saying this stupid shit. And, and I know no, in yeah. the back of my, in the back of my head, they're going to be like, Oh, he doesn't get it. I'm going to go to my other friend. Hey, that guy over here, he said, he doesn't think that they're going to kick down our doors and take our guns. Oh, they're totally going to do that. Now there's two of them. And you know, <laughs> well, you know, and there's a lot of that, like cognitive dissonance and all that stuff. I still remember there was a, um, to pick on Ben Shapiro for a moment, he was interviewing or being interviewed by um, 
think Rogan. Leave Ben Shapiro alone. <laughs> um, but he was being, he was being interviewed by Rogan, or he was interviewing Rogan. It was the two of them, and they were talking about self agency, kind of like if you grow up in a bad area and you become a criminal, is that the fault of the environment? Is it your fault, etc.? They're just debating it, and I remember Rogan. And this is not necessarily insulting Shapiro, but like Rogan was just crushing him. Pretty much saying, like, no, if you grow up in a shit area and you have this, you know, this conception of the police, you have this conception of life, and you're going to grow up differently. Like, you're going to have this different worldview. And he, if you agree with him or not, Rogan was just crushing every one of Shapiro's arguments about self agency, regardless of where you're from. And at the end of the, at the, end of the, uh, the discussion, Shapiro Strip said, like, well, yeah, but I still think self-agency is, like, the way to go. Even though he was admitting everything Rogan was saying was correct, he still, at the end of the day, was like, yeah, but I still believe this. Yeah, I, I um, found myself doing that a lot. I mean, I find myself doing that a lot, mostly with movies. And I'll be like, yeah, you well, make a good point, yeah. but that movie's terrible. But I find I think everyone does that to some degree. It's like, yeah, you make some good arguments. I still kind of agree. I'm going to have to think about it, you know? So I don't think it's yeah. fair to really, you know... I just that that particular percent. example came out. Um, I remember. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, but it's it's a it's an interesting thing because I think I've done I've personally done that a lot with a lot of heavy headed heavy headed uh, discussions and topics and stuff too. So. I've really tried not to. I know everyone's guilty of it, but I've really tried not to. To where if there's new information being presented, your view on the topic should even in the slightest change. Mm. Um, if it's that you believe your argument now or your belief is stronger or weaker, whatever it is. So, Speaking I of mean, which, oh, sorry, go at, ahead. At, at this point, is it like just willful ignorance, cognitive dissonance? I mean, it, it's you're hearing new information, you are seeing the facts, and you're still saying, eh, no, that's not for me. But it's like, these are the facts. These are, this is what is truth. And you're still, well, I think it depends on the topic. It's yeah. it's it's the fallacy to think that you're going to change someone's mind in a discussion. It's never going to happen. It's it, you can you can present them with all the facts, and they can accept another worldview. But for someone to truly change their mind is something internal that they have to do. And and to have the wherewithal to say, I see all your points. I still believe this way. A mature person would say, I need to think about this. Let me go back to this. Yeah. I'm still believing this, you know, but I'm, I'm going to have to think about it. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's stubbornness. I think it's a mix of a lot of stuff that you described. Yeah. But, uh, and, all, and again, it also depends on the topic. If you're a conspiracy theory minded person, um, there's the, the concept. I think there's a term for it where, um, this actually, you're talking about the election, Mitch. Um, some people have made this argument to where they're like, it was obviously stolen. No way Biden beat Trump. And someone's like, where are the facts? There's no proof of that claim. And there are people who are like, exactly. That's how good they are at this, is that there's yeah, no that's evidence. Exact, that's exactly why there's no evidence. And it's like, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. um, but some people are just, I think more conspiracy-minded people, when no, presented to, with facts, they just ignore it. To speak to, to go back, because we kind of touched on that episode of uh, where we discussed gun Right, so it's right after the Uvalde shootings. Um, Mike asked a really interesting question that is a, a hypothetical that he poses to people is that if you had this magic button that if you pressed it would eliminate every gun in the world, every gun, every missile, every every any kind of uh, gunpowder-based ballistic <laughs> weapon, if you press this button and it would make every gun in the world disappear, would you press that button? And if you remember, initially I said, absolutely, yes, I would do that. And then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? No, I don't know if I actually will because Samuel Colt said that the gun is the equalizer. And if a 10-year-old girl is out for a walk and a 200-pound, you know, uh, uh, um, attacker is going after her, predator, um, if she were armed, that would be that great equalizer. The physical, you know, difference is suddenly gone. Um, and that's kind of like where I, I landed on the end of that episode actually went home and talked to my mom about it and we're like, you know, I don't know. I think the more I thought about it, the point ultimately is preservation of life. If we press that button and it eliminated every gun in the world, the amount of lives saved versus <laughs> the amount mm. of lives lost in those self-defense scenarios, I think would still outweigh, outweigh the self-defense, you know, scenario. So I think I would still push that button. I'm changing my mind uh, back again. I think I would definitely push that button. With the, well, uh, and the, another thing is, is if you eliminate guns, are human beings still at the top of the food chain? 
Oh yeah, we still got bows and arrows and smart ass brains and shit too. But, um, yeah. Well, and but. the um, it I will admit that it's kind of that question's kind of a a loaded question. The purpose of it, at least that way it was presented to me, was more more so a criticism of people who are just attached to their guns religiously. Because I think okay, in that, yeah. that that episode we talked about it. That the point being, if if all guns are eliminated, that this this button. No more school shootings, no more mass shootings. And there were men who were like, I don't give a fuck. I want my guns. Right, right. And that's where that's, but, it, but you're, you're kind of, as you do, dive into it and really get into the details yeah, yeah. of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that, the, the simple part of the question was just to point out how some dudes are just weird about their guns. I'll just say it. Yeah. They're just weird okay, about yeah. it. Yeah, but um, I, I mean, yeah, we didn't need to discuss it more. I was just saying, yeah, I, I thought about it, by the way. You know, not that right. I think about you guys much a, at all. but And that's a good thing. Whether we agree or not, you <laughs> took information, you, you you dissected it, you analyzed it, and you changed your mind twice. Twice, yeah. That's what I do. Um, <laughs> all right. Lighter topic. Yay! Um, Rape. <laughs> <laughs> pro, pro or con? <laughs> pro or con? Pro or con is the rape. Um, oh, man. No, so we, we've, uh, to our seven dedicated viewers, they know I have issues with the grocery store. Um, another grocery gripes with Mike. Another grocery gripes. This one was actually a positive one. Um, that's why when you asked me before, I was like, yes and no. It, it made me laugh, and I respected the fuck out of this person. So I've said in the past, if you're, if you're in line checking out and you forgot something, etiquette is you, t- you check out, you take your shit to the car, you come back in, and you get the final item. This guy, I think he was two people ahead of me, because I didn't hear the conversation. He, they started checking his shit, and this dude bolts out of the aisle, like out of the checkout stand. And I was like, what the fuck? And that, I started getting mad, like, this motherfucker just left his shit getting checked. In. Like, what the f- Like, this motherfucker. Does he not listen to us? We literally talked about this we, last we, week. We've, the- we've laid this out. No, um, <laughs> He's not listening. And so he, he had a lot of shit in his cart. And so from what I, I heard the people talking after he left, pretty much it took him maybe 30 seconds to run to wherever he was going. I didn't see what he grabbed. He came back, and he got back in time before they were done checking out his shit. Mm. And so after he had left, the cashier was kind of giggling and talking to another cashier. I guess the guy was like, oh, shit, as soon as they started checking his stuff. And he, he looked at his eyes, and he's like, I can make it. I guess he said that out loud. I can make it. And so he bolted, got the shit, and made yeah. it back. Like, he was running. This was not a quick yeah. walk. He was running. He made it back before they were done scanning everything. And he was like, cool. And so once I heard, like, the whole thing, I was like, that's pretty rad. He, pretty rad. He kind of broke the etiquette, but he made it work. I gave him a passing grade. <laughs> no one was inconvenienced. No, no see, one. F plus. No, I, I, I fail him. I fail him for this one because his intent and the fact he pulled it off might have been fine. I'm thinking about the 20 other morons that are watching him thinking, I'm going to do that next time. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> so, no, he's probably made the world a worse place. I'm glad That's, he that made That might it, be true. But, that might be true. But, but he did not inconvenience anyone. I give him the credit. If somebody else is inspired by him and fucks up, fuck them. Yeah, okay. But he was good. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, I've done That's that. All I have. Like, <laughs> I've, I've, I've done that not when I was actually been checking out, but one time I, I my, my, my shit was on the conveyor belt and I was like, next, you know, runner up. And I was like, milk. And uh, I think I might have even said, like, going to grab something real quick. I'll be right back. And then boom, boom, you know, and then made it. But then felt like an asshole afterwards. Like, what if I didn't make it? <laughs> well, I Can think as long as you did catchphrase, please. Can you just be milk? like milk <laughs> and then run <laughs> and then run? We've all been there. Come on. <laughs> I lied. I do have a negative one too. I just remember. Yes. Cool. All right. This one actually, it didn't inconvenience me. It worked out in my favor, but I was still very fucking irritated. Um, <laughs> So this was at state. So sometimes at the bar, we have our ice machine solid, but if it's just a really busy day or if we need backup, we actually have an extra freezer now just to store ice, right? So a lot of times I'll go to Stater Brothers because they have like the bigger bags of ice just to get a bunch of ice. And um, so I had like 12 bags of ice in my cart. That was it. And I'm walking towards the um, express lane, as I do, 15 and below. And this guy 
starting to pack his stuff up, clearly did not have only 15. I was just counting his cart, and I got to like 25, and he had like the conveyor belt almost full. And I was like, what the f- what? Like, it no. wasn't even close. Can mm-hmm. I can I ask a question, Mike? Yeah. Was it like 25 of the same item? Or there was were it all some, completely different items? There were some repeats, but ultimately it was it was way over. Okay. There were like, some repeats, have, but... If you have the same item, that still counts as one item. No, is that a no, rule? it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It does. No, it, it does. doesn't. It no. does. Because it's 15 different items. But it's still 15 no. items. So you're telling yeah. me if I have 40 tall cans, I can get in the express lane? If they're all the same kind of tall can, yes. Like the same, if they're all like 40s of OE, then yes. You can where where did you get this information? Okay, okay. I guess if if you were to bring up one item and the and the clerk can ring it up and do the like times forty or whatever, yes. boom. That's that's done. why because never take it out of the cart. Do. Yeah, but never take it out of the cart. Maybe, but if you're loading it onto the conveyor belt, then 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 that that breaks the rule. If it, okay. if you I, can keep it in your cart and give one, then that's fine. I'll I'll let yeah, that go. I'll, I'll agree with that. Sure. Mitch okay. Mitch brings a point. I'll concede that if it's like. If this person that I'm talking about had like 10, 12 packs of Pepsi, 30 packs of yeah. Pepsi, whatever, and he put one of each on the on the conveyor belt and said, I have three of these, four of these, whatever, I would concede yes. But this fool was putting everything on the conveyor belt. Okay. So, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, my dad. My dad's done that. Like he'll go in at whatever the deal is, and he'll buy like forty-seven twelve packs of Coke. He's like, I'm saving money, and then you know, but he will never take it out of the cart. You know, you just bring up the one, yeah. and then boom. I would concede so, to that, but so this guy wasn't doing that. But okay. so he saw me, just with my cart of ice, and he's like, "Hey, go ahead, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna be kind of long," and I was like, "All right, cool." And I just went pushed ahead, and I saw. We kind of touched on, this on another episode. We touched on this. He had put dividers down between his items. Mm. Mm. You know, oh, I hate that. Hate <laughs> that. And so I heard him kind of looks like I, I was just like 12 bags of ice. You know, I didn't take it out of the cart or anything. They rang me up and I heard him. The, the woman kind of looking at him like, what were you saying? Like they had a conversation. He's like, yeah, so pretty much um, I'm going to do separate transactions for blah, blah, blah. And then I kind of phased out because I was just like this. Like I said, it worked out for me. I got ahead of yeah. him. But I was in my head, I was like, this motherfucker has like, not exaggerating, like 40 to 50 items. And he's splitting them up into 15 item increments. Yeah. So he could get in that lane. I was oh, like. Oh, loophole. Loophole. I, no. I was like, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. Yeah. I mean, just do one transaction. You know, you sell it, slow it all down anyway. Like, every, I mean, yeah, everyone's, everyone knows what you're doing, bro. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. It's you're not you're not some like stealth genius for doing this. I'll, the the one time I think that pissed me off more was when someone put down the divider on their thing. It wasn't in the express lane, but this lady in front of me uh, had like a basket full of stuff. So did I. So I didn't care. But it was like a basket full of stuff. But she had divided it into two uh, sections on the on the belt with the the little divider in the middle. And I noticed on the one side, the side that was going first had all the food essentials you know whatever and all the stuff in the second one had uh, uh uh alcohol just all alcohol and candy junk food shit like that um and i was thought i was pretty curious i'm watching her she paid with a card realized later it was probably an ebt card or something for all the food uh-huh. and then paid cash for all the alcohol and all that and yeah that bugged me that bugged me a lot <laughs> yeah i've done that like if, if i'm if i'm doing a, a store run for the the bar and i'm getting some extra shit for myself i'll split it up like okay i'm using the, the company card and this is my personal card so i could see that what i where i thought you were going with and, and this is actually i've seen this and it pissed me the fuck off too and i'm not trying to judge people but like sometimes coupons are like half off lemons but you can only use it one you know one time yeah one so people literally will, yeah. will separate their transactions so that they can use three different coupons. I've seen I, that's where I thought you were going with it. Yeah, that bugs me too. I've seen and that. So yeah. that I've seen that happen. And I'm just like, Ugh. Jesus Christ! I, I was like, Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> just use it next time. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, this has been Grocery Gripes with Mike. Bling. Uh, trying to make the world a better place through grocery etiquette we can all be a lot more efficient people if you just 
look up and around sometime. Look around at other people. <laughs> There's other people there. Holy shit. I was uh-huh. talking to somebody at the bar about the grocery gripe shit. And I made a joke. I was like, I'm going to write the book of grocery store etiquette. And he was like, that might actually sell. <laughs> That'd be a good one. I'll, I'll, I'll actually, put a right. I think I idea. might have one. I might have a gripe. Oh, oh shit. So, so there's a, a checkout person uh, at my local staters who I cannot stand. Because um, every, time, every time I go to checkout, usually, uh, this is going to put me, uh, this is going to out me, but I usually have some kind of alcohol when I check out. Same. Oh, yeah. Beer, yeah, wine, same, yeah. whiskey, bourbon, whatever. Uh, and every single fucking time without fail, he's like, hey, have one for me, huh? <laughs> and I'm just like, I didn't have one for you last time. I'm not going to have one for you this time. Stop fucking asking. These oh, are mine. <laughs> you know what, though? It's like, you sound petty as fuck right now. I know, and I'm, I know. And I'm for it. No, I'm for it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because, like, we've talked about it before. Like, it's the transact. Just, just ring my shit up and let me just go. Just ring my shit up. There's no need to have a dialogue here. Yeah. There's <laughs> n- literally no need. I understand that you have to be nice because you're in customer service. But if I'm not engaging, there's no reason for you to either. And that's coming from somebody who worked in customer service. Same. Same. <laughs> All right. I think that's I think that's what makes you biased. Is like, look, I've done your job. Seriously, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> to quote get Billy a new Connelly, get a new set. <laughs> professionally, to quote Billy Connelly, fuck off doesn't mean go away. It means fuck off. <laughs> You're right, though. So there's a guy at uh, the Vons I go to. He's not a bad guy. He means well, but, like, he always wants to talk. Like, even yeah. so, I got LASIK, and he happened to notice I don't have my glasses on. So he started asking questions. He literally was like, I was, like, third back, and he was like, hey, how many fingers am I holding up? And I was like, two. And he's like, oh, you you get contacts? I was like, I got LASIK. He's like, oh, LASIK. I heard all about LASIK. He starts talking, and I was like, Here we go. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> we fuck i think that's one thing mike and i like uh, because i'll go out of my way to engage the cashiers i love that shit and i think that's one way we disagree is that like i'm here to do a thing leave me alone i'm like ah fuck it yeah this whiskey's pretty good yeah well no if the conversation is natural i'm cool with it because even that guy i've had conversations with that are just natural like he'll see a beer in my cart and be like oh is this beer good yes i've worn my bar's hat before he's like oh where's that is that where you work yes that's fine just bl- just going into a rant about late. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go on. Sorry. No, that was it. That was it. You're right. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Okay. Well. Grocery <laughs> gripes. I'm trying to remember if I ever had a cashier that pissed me off. I don't think so. I've been like. I've gone into like I get, I get really mad now when uh, I I give my ID when I'm carded. Like you know you have you know buy an alcohol. Um, they ask for my ID. And they hold it up and they're like typing shit into the like and they're like checking it and they're doing it. And I'm like, really? I was here yesterday buying alcohol. Come on. (laughs) You rang me up. (laughs) No. I haven't been carded in like 15 years. So fuck you. (laughs) I am very rarely carded now. I'm at that point in my life where I'm happy when they card me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm that many years old. For how much time I spend in the sun, I should not be carded that often i guess i'm just blessed <laughs> you no, look I w- young. Okay. I, you're gonna I hit a point in- mitch and everything's just gonna like f- start falling off of your face <laughs> i i know but i'm taking pills to keep that at a, <laughs> at, a at a slow pace but no yeah i was a. Uh, I i kind of had a grocery guy but i know we've talked about it before uh uh people who don't uh corral their kids when they're in the store i was in a just I was or in a anywhere store- just yeah in general right in general so that's why i didn't think yeah. it really qualified as a grocery guy because i was in a, i was in a store i was being rung up and these little bastards were running around like grabbing my stuff after the checkout like and they're over in the bagging area messing with it and i'm like watching them making sure they don't walk off with stuff but i'm yeah. like where's your parents yeah but yeah there's they're a kid, like <laughs> some years ago some kid that was like in line in front of me with his parents like walked back to me and like punched my leg and walked back and i was like the fuck what the hell like, just happened yeah i was like what, what the hell like you want to get wrecked yeah <laughs> all right something similar kind of happened to me uh i was at uh starbucks uh when i was working there and i was on my break so i was having a cigarette 
um, and this little girl who's just wandering around, no no parents to like around or anything. She's walking around. She sees me. She looks me dead in the eyes and just goes, "No," and then just leaves. Whoa! I thought she was asking for a cigarette. Go away. Don't talk to people you don't know. You don't know me. Go away. <laughs> you got stranger dangered. But, like, reverse. This is amazing. Danny's girl, out there with the, you. Little Danny's out there with a cigarette. Like, stranger danger. Help. <laughs> Somebody get this fucking thing away from me. <laughs> I need an adult. I need, I need I your have, adult. Where's your adult? I do have one. I'm not sure if I brought this up before. Um, in the news segment, uh, long ago things that still bother me. Um, I think I was like 13 or 14. We were at a, um, a minor league baseball game. I forgot where we were. It wasn't Probably Quakes in Rancho. Quakes. It wasn't oh. Quakes. It was when, cause we used, to, oh. I'm not going to go into the whole thing. We were like in San Bernardino or something anyway. And so I have a Coke and I'm sitting there, we're watching the game and there's like a family, maybe five seats down minor league stadium, a lot of open seats. And their little kid is like, uh, that's probably like three or four years old, probably two or three actually. Anyway, he's like kind of running up and down the aisle, whatever. And it's like, cool, your kid. And he comes over and he starts drinking my Coke. Oh, yeah. And so I kind of look at it and I was like, hmm. And the kid runs back and I was like, and I kind of look and the parents didn't see it happen. I was like, I can't get mad at them, whatever. And then the kid runs back and does it again. I look, I look over at the parents and they're watching the kid. And so even as a 13 year old, I like looked at the parents like, to those listening, I'm doing like the, 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 the gesture like, Excuse me. What the, what the hell? Get your kid. Yeah. And and so the kid runs back and the parent was just like, yeah, sorry. And uh, I, <laughs> the, inner, I, the inner voice was like, buy me another Coke. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? Go buy me a fucking Coke. And I think I said something to my dad and he was like, I'll just go get you another Coke. Don't worry. Don't bother them. Like, what they fine. don't know is Mike's dad later beat that kid and that family to near death <laughs> yeah. in the parking lot. You know what While I would Mike do? Mike was enjoying but, his second Coke. The point <laughs> is, something. it still bugs me when I think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's something to, for both of you to keep in your pocket because I just thought of it. Like, what if, if, if a kid did that to me and the parents saw it and they're like, sorry, you know, whatever. Um, I would go over after, like, when the game's ending and I'd, I'd go over, I'd be like, hey, um, I haven't flared up in a couple months. But, you know, you really should. I mean, I don't It's probably fine, but you should probably, you know, get them checked or something. But like just to just <laughs> to good. ruin their night. Ruin and, like, their don't night. even say what it is. Just be like, I haven't flared yeah. up in a couple months, but you should probably get them checked out. OK, bye. Flared up. Flared up. What? I mean, thank you. No, I mean, I have a slip thing. I was it, it was an old girlfriend. It doesn't matter. But and it, it, like I said, it hasn't flared up in months, but you might want to nip that in the bud. So. That'd be great. And they're like, what is it? Like, ah, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have to tell you, sir. That's too much. Uh, get out of my business. You're violating yeah. my HIPAA rights. Yeah. Just to ruin their night. That'd be great. That'd be I thought you were going to go Bill Burr and like walk over and pour the Coke on the kid or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not a psycho. Uh, I go over there no, and I'm going to yeah. take the dad's beer, drink it and be like, sorry. <laughs> Did that... That is a segment I could probably go on multiple episodes and have something of things that have happened when I was younger that still bother the fuck out of me. Yeah, dude, that yeah. is that is utterly that is so disrespectful and just so like fucked up. Like, yeah, all you can say is yeah. sorry. Like, the kid's not at fault at that point. No, it's you not. No, it's not the kid's at fault. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree. Kid don't know any better. Well, you, well, you do. At the very, at the very least, Danny, you remember at uh, our friend Corey, his bachelor party went to that soccer game in Portland. And his mm. brother, not on purpose, spilled uh, spilled some of his beer on the woman in front of him as he was trying to walk. <laughs> and granted, <laughs> we still give him shit. Like he didn't really it do wasn't, anything. It wasn't he was, just some. He spilled half a beer on that. He spilled lady. a lot. Of, but he was, was kind of just. The, was this going? the guy I met at that arcade thing we we did? No, no, no. no different brother. Different no. brother. Oh, okay. Different okay. brother. Yeah. Um, and so he kind of just stood there like, uh, sorry, and went on. And all of us were like, the fuck is wrong with you? We're like, Get her a fucking <laughs> like, napkin. All, all of us were like verbally, visibly roasting him in front of the woman. We're like, what the fuck's wrong with you, bro? Blah, blah. So at least like we all got napkins. Um, we all like got stuff to help her. Like we did something. Oh, no. We didn't just go, all right, well, my bad, and walk away. Well, he did. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, you old fucking kid drink my, my drink. What if it was a beer? 
Yeah. yeah. What if I was an adult yeah. and that was a beer and your kid's not drinking my Oh, I've been fucking mad because beer is so... Anyway. Um, yeah. The price of beer now. <laughs> That's my point. With the price of beer these days. <laughs> the price of beer is too goddamn high. Don't you know we're in a not recession? Come on. <laughs> a stag, a stag, stagnation? Stagflation. Yeah, stagflation. we're in a stagflation. Go explain stagflation to that kid. <laughs> I mean, he's probably probably one of my students now, so... <laughs> I, would, I would not doubt it. I would not oh, doubt dear. it. Uh, yeah, well, I I did have a topic, but I think we could save it for the save it for another one because it's running kind of late here, fifty-two right, um, minutes rep, but it's a but it's a yeah. I, what do you guys think? Yeah, I got I got a quick one that's pretty easy. Um, All right, yeah. Recent dilemma. So I don't like changing um, barbers or people like you know salons. I don't like doing that. It, it's one of those things I, I get comfortable with somebody, and if I have to change it, it's anxiety, blah blah blah. So since I moved. <laughs> Moved a year and a half ago. I've, I've had to change my barber a few times in the last five years. But anyway, there's a barber shop down the street. I was like, cool, this is my permanent residence. I'll go to this barber shop. And um, it's kind of a weird thing. Like, I, I don't like men cutting my hair. I don't mind if a guy, like, gives me a shave. But for some reason, I like women cutting my hair. I don't know why. So uh, this barber shop, I'm, I'm scheduling online. And I there's a, a woman barber. I'm like, cool. So I pick her, meet her. She's cool. Cuts my hair well. I'm like, cool. So a couple weeks ago, um, my hair was getting out of control. I go online. I wanted like that day because I, I didn't have any other days I could go. So I went on their their website to, to book, and the one that I always go to is not available. She said not available on that day. I'm like shit. So I look, and the other uh, the other chick barber they have is available at like three. And I was like, all right, like I don't know her, but I need my hair cut today. So I book with her. And so I go in two forty five two fifty. And my barber, the girl I normally go to, is there working on somebody. So there was an error on the website, whatever. I actually heard somebody say to her, like, hey, I thought you weren't working today, blah, blah, blah. But so I was like, okay. And I got LASIK. I wasn't. I had my glasses on. I only go, like, every three months, so it's not like I'm there all the time. So she doesn't really say anything. And then I go get my haircut with the other chick. And, and then during that haircut, she does say something like, what's going on to me? Like, not in a mean way, kind of just giving me shit, you know. And I was like, yeah, the, the website said you weren't available, so I booked this. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And she's like, okay. Like, she's like, you're not the first person that said that today. That's weird. So the other chick finishes up much better. <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, a lot better. She didn't force conversation like some barbers do. Oh, um, no. Had a great touch. Like, and dare I say, physically more attractive. Um, <laughs> oh, horrible! I, you know what? I immediately like lost your support. Yeah. No, but 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 mainly to be honest, like she wasn't one of those barbers who forced conversations. She was quick. She was efficient. She got to it, and it was a a really good cut. And so my dilemma is, what's the politics about this? <laughs> like, if That's I keep, a... if I if I continue going back there, but I go to the other chick, is that not okay? Let, let me let me ask you this. Um, you, you went, uh, to get a service. Was that service better than the previous service? Danny, you're ignoring barbershop politics. No, 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 no. There are, there are no politics. This is a, this is a consumer based economy. No, you're, but it's you, a, but it's a person on person. Uh, it's a service. It, it's not, you it's can't not approach just it like product. that. This is somebody well, providing a service. Where do you go yeah. to get your haircut? Frankie does my haircuts. Okay. Then you, you don't. <laughs> You don't have a fucking. <laughs> but I, I, I'm not in that boat. I, You're out of your element, Donnie. Available. I don't, I don't. Before Frankie started cutting my hair, because I honestly I keep it simple. Yeah. High and tight. Um, before that, I would just go to anybody. Usually, I would go to Sport Clips, but if nobody was available or the wait was too long at Sport Clips, I would go to like a. Cost cutters or Fantastic Sam's. I was gonna say you're a Fantastic Sam's kind of guy. How dare you? Super cuts. No, I was actually a sports clip guy because I love I love how they do put you in that massage chair and then give you the warm towel on your face. They take care of you at sports clips. It's a barbershop thing, yeah. Yeah, um, and usually it's very attractive women cutting your hair. I've never seen a dude at sports clips. Never. I've never been to sports clips. It's actually very nice. I, I recommend it. If you the next time you need a haircut, go to Sports Clips. Check it I out. I went to Fantastic Sam's once as a teenager, and they sh- fucked my shit up. I don't know how. Yeah, I've had I've had a couple horrible experiences at Fantastic um, Sam's. No, but that's why I, it's one of those things. I, that's why I like having someone that I know. 
I'm comfortable yeah, person with. Person you go to, yeah. You, I can trust yeah. them that they're not going to fuck up, like you and Frankie. No, because what and, happens if that person that you do trust fucks up? Well, then there's a conversation to be had. <laughs> no, here's no, but, the thing though. You're you're having that conversation right now. I mean, the 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 better service provided. So what do you do? Do you go with the better haircut, or better do haircut. you go with do you go to customer uh, customer loyalty or or something? But it's more so. I've mentioned this. I don't like being uncomfortable. <laughs> so she know like I, at first I was like maybe she doesn't recognize me. I don't come in enough. But like she recognized me, and so now she she sees me going to someone else. In the same barbershop, it's uncomfortable. So, answer me honestly. Did it cross your mind to just find a different barbershop? Yes. One hundred percent. That would have been my first reaction. So like, well, can't come back here. Fuck. Yeah, one hundred percent. The previous barber I had was in uh, when I lived in Monrovia because there was a guy down the street. I just didn't, you know, it's kind of a farther drive. He was great. Um, yeah. And so I was like, ah, can, can I make the drive back there? I, uh, I, the, the shop I go to is near, near my, my parents' place, which is near where I work. And so I just go when convenient, no appointment. It's a walk-in only cash only kind of place. And okay. it's super cheap and it's super cheap. And I can give a shit about how my hair looks. So I'm like, Hey, make it look neat. Here's your money. Let me get out of here. For a while I was going to a guy like a, a nor like when I would go, he'd be there. I'd you know wait for him. You know, like you know other sh- other chairs would open up. Now I'm waiting for for this guy. Um, the worst would be I'd go in. He has like three or four people waiting, mm. or you know an- another time I'd go in. He's not working today, so you know another. So it's you know kind of whatever. Um, and it, it outweighed the 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 customer loyalty kind of thing, and it just made it more uncomfortable. So eventually, I just got to the point where one day I walk in. He doesn't work there anymore. I'm like, thank God. All right, who's open first? <laughs> uh, yeah, and so from now, for the past two years, I'd go in, sit down, wait for an open chair, and whoever that happened to be, you know, they get, you know, that's that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's smart. It's 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 taken a lot of stress off my life. I mean, I've, I've done the thing where I would wait for a specific uh, stylist or barber, uh-huh. and uh, usually only because, like, They'll hook it up like, hey, a twenty dollar haircut. All right, cool, awesome, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but... this place I go to, they, uh, they, they, yeah, there's something like they're half. I don't want to say half, but they're they're really like a lot cheaper than all the local spots, and they're because yeah. they're just a you know hole in the wall shop and sure, yeah, yeah. And so I think what? It's just like it, when you like when you do that when you have that kind of loyalty, you're actually just like cutting yourself off from. Like getting it done in a timely manner because now you're forced to wait or you're forced to, you know, schedule on a certain day where maybe yeah. you can't do it that day. So I just so yeah, I, I just go in, whoever's available, just buzz That's probably me the in. smart way. No. The, the solution I came up with in my head was so the other, the first girl did give me a shave a few times. And I've had better shaves, but she's not bad. So what I was thinking was I would schedule one more time with the other chick on a day, hopefully, that. Like on the scheduler that she's not available, I could try to like get. To that's, there, gonna she's not your, there. <laughs> that's gonna be your life now. Is when you schedule, you're gonna make sure that other lady's not there. Oh, 100 percent. So rad. I so just don't rad. like being uncomfortable. Um, oh my god. But I'll I'll I'll, I'll see the, the new chick, the other chick, if she can. I'll, I'll I'll you know make an appointment for a shave, and I'll see how she does. And if the shave is better, just hands down, you got to make the decision. <laughs> Would you tell her, or would you just not ever bring it up? No, I would. I would ignore the fuck out of her. Are you kidding me? Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's is, like, do you get a straight razor shave? Yeah. So okay, that's something. That's two things. Like, so I've never had somebody else shave me, and I've never had a straight razor shave either. I've had a straight so razor shave once, and I hated it. I hated it. I I was like, uh, yeah. You ever watch a? You ever watch Parks and Recreation? There was an episode. There was an episode where they where they took one of the characters Ben to get a uh, relaxing spa day, and they were giving him acupuncture therapy or whatever. And he was staying there, like he was laying there, shaking, trembling out of fear because he hated it so much, and he didn't understand how it was relaxing. That was me at this getting this straight shave. It was horrifying horrifying just like were you just like Sweeney totting it in your head the whole time? Yes, yes, the whole time. And I'm like, okay, I trust this guy. 
I don't trust that there might not be an earthquake right now. You know, I, I, I don't trust outside circumstances. That is too close. I do not like this. So yeah, I, I couldn't I, do it. I only have gotten uh, shaves like that. If it's like for an occasion, like if I had somewhere to be later that day or the next day to where I want it to really look slick. My second thing to say, Mitch, with respect, why did you need a fucking straight razor shave? <laughs> funny he's funny why do you need a haircut you bald bitch but i'm not bald i'm thinning <laughs> then you don't need a haircut nature's doing yeah. it for you the, the, no, I, I know. no the the remaining hairs get long <laughs> <laughs> they no, need cutting was, i went in to get a haircut and they offered shaves as well and this guy like my parents knew him through our church or something it was like you know that's how they they did it and they offered the, sh- the shaves and i had stubble you ass so i had something and he's like, yeah, would you like a shave? I'm like, never had a shave. And he's like, okay, yeah, whack, out with his big-ass fucking knife that he called a razor. Cut off the three no, hairs was... and done. Yeah, it, well, yeah, maybe that's why I hated it, because I'm like, I know this isn't, I know it's not doing anything. This is just a waste of time. <laughs> like when the kid does it, like a butter knife. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You guys are funny fucks. Oh, God. Yeah, I, I, I like to tell myself that uh, my facial hair is getting better, that it's starting to grow in more, but, you know, no. It's, Dude, uh, it, no. I like having my beard, but at the same time, sometimes I'm like, I wish I don't. I, I hate I hate having my beard. Yeah. But at the same time, my face is too fat to not have a beard, so. Mm. Mine might be too. That's why I have a beard. It's just, to, it, it's exhausting having to fucking, sh- I used to like shave all the time to like keep yeah. it clean, and just, it, to me, that's why I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to have a beard. It's hip, no, see, right? I just have an electric, you know, one of those electric shavers that I, I zap my face every couple days just to mm-hmm. keep it clean. And then, yeah, that's that. If I don't shave, like this last weekend I went camping and so I was about three or four days away from, you know, shaving. And they're, they're damned if there wasn't, you know, some stubble. I got to say, I was pretty like <laughs> some stubble, Mikey. You know what? I got a little, little bit of peach fuzz. Four days in the four days in the woods and came back. I shaved with a yesterday, Mitch. I shaved yesterday. <laughs> Mitch is a natural uh, Grizzly Adams over here. Yeah, yeah. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it was. It, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like my dad, same. His dad, the same. Just couldn't do it. But uh, you know, I'm 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 not mad at it. You know, there's occasionally I'll be like, you know, I wish I could grow facial hair like, like intentionally. But then most days I'm like, no, I'm glad I don't have to shave. This is pretty sweet. I forgot who it was. I actually had a conversation with someone who, who doesn't like their facial hair doesn't grow very well. And like it was actually got really philosophical because it was kind of like I said, like sometimes it's a burden having a beard because my hair does grow really fast on my face. Unfortunately, up top, not so much anymore, um, but my face definitely. And, and he said, he's like, well, what would you prefer having the choice to have a beard by either shaving it or not shaving it or just not being able to grow a beard so that then you don't have a choice. You just don't have a beard. And all of a sudden we get into this philosophical conversation about choice and like uh, all this shit. And it was just kind of funny. Like and even we were like, how has this conversation gotten this deep? Yeah. My facial hair is very important to men. Apparently, you know, apparently. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm the opposite. My hair on top will grow fast and thick, like crazy, but my face, no way, no way. Yeah. Let me clarify. I'm thinning, but it still grows fast. Oh, I know. No, I, I, I noticed when you got a haircut because it, it's a bush up there, bro. It sticks oh, yeah, out dude. from under the hat. It's like when, weird. When the sides, yeah. When I'm wearing the hat and the sides start curling up, like if I could see it on the ground in the shadow, I'm like, okay, it's time <laughs> to get the fucking haircut. Yeah. Yeah. I That's only shave because it's like it starts to get itchy, and I'm like, this is annoying, and then I shave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I hear that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good. Good deep shit, guys. Good yep. philosophical shit. Yeah. Hair. We might want to edit out that last fifteen minutes, but <laughs> I'm afraid no. to cut. I'm afraid to cut my pubes because what if they don't grow back? <laughs> Good. You're smooth. You're smooth like a Ken doll. I'm, I'm I'm more horrified of like a sandpaper situation. You know, that's no fun for anyone. Do you not but, moisturize? No, I mean if I if I shave and then it just like grows back a little bit, so it's just that uh, rough kind of you know. He's got that UFC thing. stubble. Yeah, yeah. That's you just cut. cut oh shit! Off. What if? Yeah. <laughs> what if? Like, I'm thinking MMA and like dudes rolling around on the floor now. Uh, what if like they shave their legs, but like, like a month early, 
so that when they get in the ring, they still have like the pricklies or whatever. So when they're wrapped up and it's like kind of like a, you know, it's kind of like when water polo players like grow out their toenails and shit, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's an interesting yeah, so weapon. If I were going into MMA, I would, I would not clip my toenails. I would, <laughs> I would not clip my fingernails. I wouldn't shave yeah. my beard. I would, I would, I would get the stubble going. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't get in walking, MMA. I'd be a walking weapon, dude. What, what, Mike? What? I said I would not get into MMA because I don't want to fight people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I don't like confrontation. I get my ass kicked. I can't fight. <laughs> That'd be a fun deep fake to film is Mike in an MMA, like in the in the ring, just standing there in like it, what he's wearing right now, like <laughs> doing the John Travolta. The... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, no, fuck yeah. That. Anyway, on that note. <laughs> yep. Thank you All for that, listening uh, or watching. Interesting. Yeah. Bye guys. Thanks uh, guys. Yeah, nice nice talking with y'all. Thanks all seven of you. <laughs>